0: Hi, and welcome to the That's So Glam podcast. I'm Miles Shillingford, and you'll be hearing me with a variety of other people talking about topics and stories which I think are just oh so glam. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of That's So Glam. I'm so, so excited, and I, I say this every fucking episode that I'm excited, but I actually yeah, generally excited to be joined with some of my lovely Twitter friends. Introduce yourself, girly, starting with you, Rhys James, baby.
1: Bonsoir, Jim Appel, Twitter gay. Um, hi, I'm Rhys James, nice to meet you. Thank you for having me.
0: And who's this to the right of me? Is that Tom? Tom?
2: Hi, everyone. My name is Tom. You can call me Tom the Magical at Tom the Magical, the spiritual guidance counsellor for Miles Shillingford. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking road. Ellis, here are you, babes.
3: Well, my name's Ellis, um, and it's absolutely glam to be on that. So glam to do with you, Miles. I'm so excited. Thanks for having us.
0: Oh, thanks, babes. Thanks, babes. But yeah, basically this week, listeners, I'm going to be talking to these three all about how we met over lockdown, how Twitter was just like an amazing platform. It still is, but
1: questionable,
0: <laughs> questionable, be questionable. So, um, yeah, I mean, let's just get into it, shall we? So, yeah, just basically shout out loud. How would you explain to like listeners how we all met? How did we form Little Mix 2.0?
1: basically Tom's a beg, and was in our mentions (laughs) and we all followed Tom back
0: (laughs) right Right, listen
2: I right so I joined Twitter I think it was May last year um through lockdown depression and everything so um, one of my friends Harry told me to get on to Twitter so I did and um then I just started following people and I, I thought you know what they look cute I'm gonna follow them I'm just saying the truth here honey it's the tea um and then yeah I just I remember seeing Miles had a few tweets of, like, being a bit down and stuff. I think I messaged him just out of the blue. Um, Just asked how he was and stuff. And then, yeah, from there, we just started talking. um, Found out that he lives not too far from me. So, I think after a few weeks, we decided to meet up. Yeah, we did, yeah. Went went to the forest for a little picnic, which the restrictions did allow back then.
0: Mm.
2: Is that what they call (laughs) it? I think it actually was. I think it was a date, wasn't it, Miles? Or did we
0: not put a label on I mean, it? mean, for <laughs> another episode. <laughs> okay, honey.
2: Come
3: back for part two. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> but for me, I remember, so I made my account in April. And I remember just thinking, I was tweeting on my old account things like about Little Mix and like Rihanna and just everything pop music. And it would get like max one like. And I was like sure, there must be a community somewhere that would like my tweets. Like, not your friends from school from 10 years ago. Not like someone you met at college. Like, So I was like, I think I need to make another account and just follow loads of random gays. And then within <laughs> like a month, I think we all knew each other. Um, and especially Tom, I remember seeing like you on there but I didn't follow you and you didn't follow me. And then, but every time I would like reply or like someone's tweet, you'd be under the comment. And I was like, I think I should just follow him as well. <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> so, and the magicals everywhere.
1: That's literally how it is. That is how it is. I remember doing it as well. Like I've been on Twitter since I was like 13. So we're talking centuries ago, but um, I, I first followed you Alice, I think. And then, I remember talking to my housemate, Lucas shout out, and um, being like, oh, this Ellis boy, have you seen him everywhere? And then I followed Miles, and then I followed Tom, because Tom was just always in my mentions. And I was talking to him, but I never followed him back for so long, until I found out he was the Huggies baby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, Tom, explain to the listeners, explain.
2: Uh, so for those of you who don't know me, I was the Huggies baby in 1997, Um, I was born in 96, so I was just under one years old, I think. Um, I'm on the Christmas wrapping paper uh, from Mothercare, which is still in my cupboard right now. I would go and get it, but the listeners cannot see it. And, um, yeah, so basically my mum said, oh, yeah, you're a baby model. Um, You're on the Huggies cover. I've got two boxes of the original Huggies wet wipes with my face on. And for those of you who do not believe me, I can show you a baby picture of me alongside the photo and you'll be like that's tom the magical right there <laughs> um so basically i think my mum got paid quite a bit for it she said she went to london and everything it was like a professional photo shoot i mean i was such a cute baby so i can't really blame her
1: what and happened?
2: <laughs> what happened fucking bitches anyway um, yeah apparently i paid towards a deposit for our first house so oh wow
3: yeah i'm good how much was how much was the shoe, if you don't mind me asking
2: I have no idea, and my mum can't remember either. Uh, oh, my God. That
3: must be quite a lot. Yeah, it,
2: it paid t- quite a bit towards it. I think it was deposit-wise, though. So. Um, but, yeah, first born everything. Wow.
1: Contributing from day one. That's amazing,
2: that.
0: Make that money, girl. Make that <laughs> money.
1: Like a girl. Give <laughs> it 12, give it 12, give it 12.
0: Oh, my God. Wow, that's so cute. Yeah, so, like, literally, so that's how we all met, and... Literally, things have sort of fed into place from there, didn't it, really, girlies? Like, yeah. we started like every sort of when was it like a Friday, do like a little like Zoom quiz. When Zoom, you remember when there were trending listeners like Zoom quizzes and like everyone'd be logging on getting their like bottle of like rose or Reese James's favorite I Heart Sylvie B, non Yeah.
1: That's it.
0: Um, But, yeah, so, like, literally every week we'd just all get together, have a little quiz, have a drink. And, like, that's how we literally formed our friendship. And, like, over, like, the weeks and months and stuff, like, we just got, like, closer and closer as friends and stuff. And it's just so cute. Yeah, literally. And I think as well, like, obviously, just the elephant in the room, um, a phrase I brought over from America. Um, (laughs) So, literally, it was COVID. (laughs) It was COVID that really brought us all together, really, because... Hundred it's sort of like yeah. 100% like it was that so being in lockdown and being so far apart and like being on on social media more often was like okay right now I'm on social media often less us try and use it as what it's actually intended for to be social and I think you know that's just the power of the internet and it's literally I think it's also like a bit of black magic that like it all kind of like brought us together.
1: <laughs> Not there how many Little Mix titles are we going to get in this episode?
2: <laughs> Can we address the other elephant in the room? And that is which member of Little Mix we all are. Because people need to know who's who with all of us. I'll start. I'm Jessie because I have tantrums all the time. And apparently I kicked myself out of Twitter group chat. Cannot a life of remember when. But yeah. So I'm Jessie Nelson. My <laughs>
0: <laughs> to you, fair listeners, our new group chat name is Little Mix featuring Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> so, he says it all.
3: Can't wait for the single. Ooh.
0: <laughs> oh my god, Ellis, who would you say you are in the band?
3: I think I am I Perry. Um, yeah, I don't know who I would actually be more like though. Probably, I think we'd all say like Jade. But I mean, the Northern roots, like it's got to be Jade or Perry. So, props Perry.
1: Yeah,
0: mm. race. how about you, darling?
1: Well, my face is always superimposed over Jade. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'd say I'm that queen. Do yeah. you know what I mean? I mean,
0: that bit me mean, Leanne. Then I mean, I do love a bit of pizza hut. So I guess I'm Leanne. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, that's it. <laughs> but I mean, I think we're all very much all four of them anyway. Oh, yeah, hundred yeah. oh, yeah. percent. Like I, will, I would happily leave you all. <laughs> <laughs>
0: do wow. you know what as long as it was for your mental health i'm all for that
1: <laughs> <laughs> catch me in the studio two weeks later okay
0: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh but yeah literally it's just so nice like how all sort of got that like, brought together and you know it's literally the power of the internet and everything like it's crazy like isn't it
3: it's so glad.
0: <laughs> it is so glad, literally so glad. but like do you feel like now like just throwing it out there like through lockdown do you think it is important that it's actually like lgbt people like find their own sort of like community do you feel like it's more important now because of covid or like what's your thoughts on it like
1: 100 100 because you, there are some people that have been forced to lock down with um people who don't necessarily agree with their identity their gender identity their sexual uh, sexuality identity. Um, like with families even just students locked down in halls like these new people that you don't even know so a hundred percent the internet twitter instagram all that jazz is so so important i think for just to find your community and even just that sense of sometimes mental stability (laughs) dare i say it
3: (laughs) i think like from when you were growing up as well it's like I, for me, it would have been so important to have like a sense of community at that point in my life. like even if I didn't act on it or whatever, at least I know there was other people like me. and then I didn't probably come out like, to my parents until like I was at uni. And so maybe if I was in like 18 year old students like mindsets now who have all been locked away in the same flat, I might not have even came out until later because I'd like I wouldn't have had all the experience of going out and meeting, meeting different people um so I think like having social media in a community is really important
0: like that's something that I've wrote down as well like in terms of how it feel like having a good like circle of like queer friends is something that I've urged in school like because I never had that through school and like having this now it feels like I'm playing catch up on the years I've never had yeah I like, know it sounds really soppy and fucking cheesy and everything but like feels like it's and I feel as well like just based on like sort of what's been said just now like it's something. It's an experience that we all sort of share within ourselves, even if not not be directly related to school or like back to childhood and stuff. It's something that we're all sort of catching up on, and we've got to like you know be in the moment of. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Um. For me, I had um, a really bad relationship with the community before I came back onto Twitter. Um. So like at school, I was even bullied by the gay group because I was very much an outcast like I was quite a larger kid I was just obsessed with Lady Gaga that's all I'd chat about yeah I was very much an outcast and I, I wasn't very open about my sexuality or anything until sixth form it started to come out a bit then then college I really found myself I did have a circle of friends at college but then it just got incestuous with sex and everything you know I'm sure some of us can relate to that
1: <laughs> yeah I mean i wasn't i didn't just become a little bit of a slag, child, a slag. Child, child, slag.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but going off of what you said miles like the town i grew up in is not it's not very great but i i found a friendship group full of like people who were like odd quirky queer just the outcasts and we all just sort of like supported each other and we had that for years so I think for me when I moved to university I lost all of that and I had to find new friends and all that stuff so I think for me the whole Twitter experience was just finding that group of queer people again yeah some of us aren't so lucky (laughs) I guess
3: (laughs) it's nice that like you both have said like Tom and Reese James that like you kind of had not like a sense of community but like you had you were more honest with yourself and like the people you were friends with, like at some point more like yourselves, where I like totally blended. Like I just try to blend, like from the age of like 13, 14 until probably 17 18 which like for four like solid years of not being yourself. Or like or like reducing your personality or like taming yourself down is quite hard. So I think like uni for me was a time to just go wild (laughs) and then twitter i think even more it's just like being more yourself the person like you share like online like now is totally me but like five years ago was like not me really like at all if you could read some of my tweets you'd be like what are you saying oh not this i love ed Sheeran. oh (laughs) cancelled leave the chat (laughs) yeah so i'm just like oh god what was that about what was that phase
2: I was just to say, in terms of communities, I think Twitter's very good with the stand community as well. Like, I've found so many more people who are into the same sort of music as me. And music's so important for me and my well-being. I and mean, it's just, like, I live every day through music. So it's been really nice to find other Swifties, to find um, other Little Mixers, like, that kind of stuff. It's, it's really nice to
0: have that sense of community between them as well.
1: Little Mix, bringing the gays together.
0: Literally, honestly, like... I put on my close friends on Instagram. Sorry, listeners, if you're not a close friend, it's for a reason. Tough shit. Um, so literally, um, I put on my close friend story like last night, a little mixed fan account messaged me like saying, Oh, like I know you took a week off of social media, like I hope everything's okay, like always looking up for you. And I'm like Love that. I mean, you don't even fucking know me, you know what I mean? And you live halfway across the world, but it's just so nice knowing that's someone's looking out for you, like. So like you said, it kind of goes in nicely like how, you know, you've got like the 50s, you've got like little mixers, you've got like little circles and stuff and that and things like that. But sort of like gays and queens people like just uniting and finding their clan. But like, do you feel as though maybe like reflecting maybe on like our generation and how maybe like that older generation might have found people like through more like traditional means, i.e. like through like gay bars or like community clubs and things like that. Do you feel as though like social media, like finding friends through social media can have a negative impact long-term because people are not having that organic like face-to-face interaction anymore and finding friends through them sort of means?
1: Yeah, I think so because I, I find it a lot obviously this year where a lot of things happen over Zoom, like work meetings, conversations with friends and I think there's so, there's so many different sides to this. Like you, like the way you come across over a camera and even just texting on Twitter and stuff is sometimes not how you're going to come across in person. I have found like when I've met people on Twitter or on Instagram or back in my day, Bebo and MySpace, like, and it will be so different in person to what they're like online. So some people are like that, some people aren't. So yeah, I agree with you, Miles. I think it can be it can be detrimental, I think.
2: I think, especially for the younger generation, so I know that with schools being on Zoom and everything, it's really had an effect on them, because I work in a school, so I've seen it firsthand, how badly these kids do struggle being on camera. Um, but I think it's the way that the technology and the world is going now, everything's becoming technological. And, you know, we've got to have robots in the supermarkets before you know it and stuff like that. So... I think it's only a matter of time before we have to adapt to how we are. Like we've adapted to COVID, we just have to adapt. This is the future, and we've just got to live with it and find the be- find the good things out of it. Like now, I've got more time in the day, knowing I don't have to travel to go to meetings. I can just do a meeting straight away and have an extra half an hour to get on with my work.
0: Yeah, it's it is like literally what you said. Like f- finding people online and seeing them online is completely different to in person. Like it's it's like complete it is completely different so yeah I don't know like long term I that's it kind of scares me because it's like you know you you're meeting all these people online like through Twitter like obviously I've had the privilege to meet each one of you individually like over throughout um like last year when restrictions were lifted for that brief time but um so like literally I was so lucky in that sense but I know like I've been put into like group chats full of like 50 100 people like all on twitter and i'm like
1: that's too much
0: (laughs) literally my phone's been pinging every fucking 20 seconds i like i love it because you know i'm finding friends and stuff i'm also like ciao i've literally got like i find a job and like you know i do all that shit but um yeah so it's nice in that sense but it's like you know it's nice seeing all these people but how is it going to be when i actually meet them i.e at like a pride festival or if you all go for like a meetup, like have like a piss up in the common or whatever like it's you don't know what you're going to get and I guess it's the same not even with friendships it's the same with like online dating or if you like it's the same sort of thing so I mean it's all good but like it's kind of scary at the same time don't you think
1: 100% and also it could not be the person you've been talking to
0: yeah <laughs> exactly exactly but yeah so that's that and it's a like I don't know but I mean like Tom said it's the future yeah like, it, it, it is what it is
1: like yeah we've had to adapt so much this past year and to be fair like as tom said it it, there are so many positives to the things that i have we've all adapted our lives to and hopefully covid just fucks off and i can i can just go back to having drinks with my favorite (laughs) gays do you know what i mean i just want to see you all down common
0: (laughs) honestly but yeah it's it's me like that like when things are lifted, like, people, like, you know, I'm going to say as well, I'm going to be the same, I'm going to go fucking mental, like, you know, I'm just going to make up for the time that I didn't have, you know what I mean, like, do it, say la live your best life, you know what I mean, so, (laughs) absolutely, just go for it, yeah, and sort of, like, going on, like, the back of that as well, like, everyone's, like, had, like, their own sort of shit, they've been going through, like, this whole pandemic, like, I know I've had, like, stuff going on, like, mental health-wise, and, like, you know, people have, like, lost their jobs and, you know, finding love and friendship and all that bollocks and everything like that. Like, how, like, with you three as well, like, what do you think has been, like, the main sort of thing that's, like, sort of, like, kept you going? Is it because you feel like you found friends through lockdown or is it more just, like, you know, your own sort of resilience?
3: Oh, definitely, like, the people around me is what's kept me going, like, 100%. I think pre-Covid... I was such a positive person, like, I never really struggled massively with, like, mental health issues, like, there's a lot of things I've never, like, dealt with, but I've kind of been, like, always on this forward map of, like, this is me next year, this is me next week, this is, like, I've always gone forward, which is, like, such a great positive mentality, so wh- the fact that I've, like, totally did, a, like, a 180, it's, like, I think it's knocked me even more, so having, like, you three, like, has been amazing, having, like, my parents having my boyfriend, like, with, I think, I honestly was saying, like, to my mum and dad last night, I was like, if I didn't have, like, my support network, it's like, cheesy as it is, I literally would have just, like, like, dropped on him, like, massively. Like, a long time ago as well. So, like, for me, yeah, definitely, like, oh, God, what a year, what a year.
0: <laughs> a trauma. <laughs> literally. Stick that in the bloody museum, you know what I mean? Like, gonna be it's gonna be a fucking whopper of whatever exhibition 2020 you know what i mean like bloody british museum would be costing 50 quid to end that. <laughs> <laughs> literally <laughs> but you know what as well like thinking like obviously hopefully i've got my fingers crossed like if we are towards the end of this like it just goes to show how resilient we are as people and like we literally like you know we can get through fucking anything, you know. What I mean, 100%. Like, not to disregard people, you know, who have been through, i.e., like in like battle and stuff like that. Like, you know, commend you and all that, but just knowing that things have literally, like, especially for me, like everything's crumbled. Like, i.e., like get moving into a new house, finding a job, had a broke up with my boyfriend literally just before the pandemic. And it's just like, fuck, like you know, and like, I move. I move because you know what? That's what Little Mix did, and I've got to do it. I've got to fucking move. <laughs> I will. Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: it. You are right. Like, I started. I started the pandemic and lockdown on like, a, I wouldn't say a hi. Like, well, yeah, I would say a high. Um What am I doing? I'm lying. <laughs> um, like, I had a boyfriend, my first boyfriend. I had a job that was going really well. I, like, I literally, like, not long got promoted, living my best life in, in my house with my best friends. Like, it was great. And then come end of May, lose my job, lose my boyfriend, decide to move to Manchester, lose the house there, move three times, honestly. But I think because of all of that, I'm, my, I look at a lot of things in such a positive way now. Like, I've spoken to you all individually, and we've all had, like our own mental health struggles and I think the the advice I give to you guys and the advice I give to myself now would not be the advice that I would have even done last year or well beginning of last year or even previous because I was such a negative person before whereas now I feel like I have such a more positive outlook so it's it's definitely changed me I'm not the person I'm not even the person I was new year's this year let alone Fucking 2020. (laughs) COVID, changing people's lives.
0: (laughs) Honestly, but no, it's just like, that's another thing as well. You literally just got to think of like the positives out of everything. Like that's, yeah, just think of the positives and, you know, just move forward.
1: Yeah. And a lot of people, they concentrate so much on like other people. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, you do have to think about other people, like what you say and everything, because you don't want to upset and hurt people. But you've got to remember that this is your own life. Yeah. Like, Reese James's life is not Miles's life, and it's not Tom's or Ellis's, and it's the same vice versa. Yeah. So, you do have to take care of yourself. You've got to put yourself first every time, because otherwise, what are you living for? Do you know what I mean? As Katie Perry asked, who am I living for?
3: <laughs> yeah, I think we've really got to like stop the comparisons as well, which I feel like that was like before COVID anyway. I think mm-hmm. it's so easy to focus on like, oh, but this person's got this good job now and this person's living with their like partner, whatever, or blah, 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 all these are the successes. But it's like, you, we're, not, we're not always on the same path and that's like life anyway. But I think now, because you're so focused on the negatives, like literally just like, think about yourself get yourself in a good mental state and then take it from there and take things day by day and don't try just like wish your life away type of thing
1: literally self-care is pressing that block unfollow and mute button yeah (laughs) the amount of people i have on mute is a fucking joke all because they don't bring that energy to me if it ain't bringing me income inspiration or an orgasm honey i don't want it
0: Stick
1: that in a book. Copyright that. Honestly, <laughs> not benmordle.org Org/shop. It's reestames.org Org/shop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teaching myself oh my to not
2: be, like stop being so selfless and start being selfish because it's okay to be selfish at points. And I am get I am I am getting there now with thinking about me before I think about others. Um, I've just been I've always been such a Humble person that I'm, so I'm caring about so many different things and how people are and stuff. That I always forget about myself. And this, if anything, twenty twenty taught me: Tom, stop fucking caring about everyone else and care about your goddamn self, honey.
3: Yeah.
1: Exactly. It's like that famous. Who's that famous transphobe? RuPaul, is it? <laughs> who said? Who said? Unless they pay in your bills, pay them bitches no minds.
0: They no, honestly and like. So, listeners, like my birthday was on the 9th of January this year. Obviously, this year I have my birthday every fucking year, but uh...
1: it moves over a date on a leap year.
0: <laughs> so, no, like for my birthday, like just gone, like in twenty twenty one, I had like a Zoom call with like everybody, like so these three and like some friends from school, some friends up from like old friends from like Newcastle Uni, and like. It was just so nice, like, having, like, all my friendship circles, like, all in one place, just getting on. And I feel like, as well, in terms of, like, the internet and Zoom and, and like, video calls and stuff, it was just so nice to get everyone all in one place, because, like, even, like, out of COVID, that logistically would just been impossible. Like, so it's just so nice, like, seeing everybody all there. And, like, I remember, like, when I got off the call, even I was, like, fucking probably two bottles of champagne and, like, three bottles of wine down.
1: Times that by four. <laughs> times that by four miles, Shillingford. That was you, times four.
2: <laughs> you had Teary Eyes on by Katie Perry. You were loving your life.
0: <laughs> Literally, Karen popped the confetti. Like, it was just so glad. What a queen. <laughs> but, like, honestly, it was, I got so emotional because, like, it's just so nice see all my friendship circles in, all in one place. It just felt like everything that I went through last year, like, all the struggles and everything. All big up to that moment, and it's just like kind of like a rebirth, you know what I mean? Like it's a re up, so it's just so nice to see.
1: It's a new level, isn't it? You unlocked the new chapter.
0: <laughs> that's it, that's it. Katie Price, my new chapter. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Getting m bargain.
0: <laughs> Remember, <laughs> the nipples are the eyes of the face. <laughs> <laughs> bimini to win by the way we love
2: you bimini if you ever listening that's another thing drag race drag race has brought so many people together this year
3: true even i've started watching it while <laughs> without covid 19 i wouldn't be watching drag race so thank you
0: honestly but like no that's another thing as well like things like tv and film and everything like that's another thing that's brought us all together. Just talked about, oh, like, you know, have you watched la- the la- latest Drag Race episode? Why do you think the US one is so shit? Why is it going on for, like, fucking four years? Like, <laughs>
2: why is Tina Burner wearing yellow and orange again? You
0: know? <laughs> Honestly, like, I think like that, like, it's just so nice. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's just chef's kiss. Like, real hot girl shit. <laughs> <Mwah>. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, like that's pretty much it. As long, like, I think that everyone sort of said what they want to say, and that's it. So, I mean, I thought always doing really like end of episode. Does anyone have anything to plug? I mean, what's your socials? All that shit. Have you got any like Avon to sell? Avon.
1: What a scream! Um, you can follow me at underscore rjh94 on Twitter or underscore Rhys James on Instagram. You can listen. To a that's so glam podcast every week, every Sunday at twelve o'clock.
0: Every week, okay.
1: that's what we want. And also listen to the tea with NSP, which me and Mars work on, which is every Thursday. It's glam.
0: It is v glam. And Ellis, what about you? What have you got to vlog?
3: i you mean, absolutely <laughs> shit on at the minute. But if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at EF8, underscore, underscore 98. um still on instagram Oh, you follow my vinyl page on instagram
1: I'll oh, also stream amy j music <laughs> on all available platforms honestly don't laugh i've got to do my bit do you know what i mean <laughs>
0: honestly honestly during corona we've got to support the local independent artists you know what i mean
1: honestly if you fancy a cry and fancy putting yourself in a more deeper depression stream amy j music <laughs>
0: And last but not least, Tom, what are your socials for the last time? Um, so my
2: Twitter is at Tom the Magical. My Instagram is at Tom the Magical. My fantastic vinyl page is at It's Vinyl Magic. And I've also got a little thing I'm working on at the moment with poems and stuff, which is on Instagram, and that is Morris Ivy, but the O is an X because I'm extra. <laughs> and indie. And indie. <laughs> so indie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah that's it honestly thank you so much listeners for listening to this week's episode um as i previously mentioned always check out instagram twitter yeah honestly so check out twitter instagram because that's where i post everything about the podcast and yeah honestly love you lots stay glam stay safe stay alert whatever the fuck it is in your country and yeah be glam love you lots
2: bye